Okay. Just checking because I'm like getting the stink eye here. Go do your thing, but get good at your craft first and put your budget to things that really matter at the end of the day. You want to get good at it and make no mistake about it. That's training. Let's face it. If you have a size 62 waist, you are not as tactical as 5'11 might think you are. And we've all seen it. <laughs> Welcome to the Deer Shooter Podcast. I am your host, Jason Crotto. Deer Shooter is brought to you by WyoTac, Empowerment Through Self-Reliance, and Lucid Optics, on target, under budget. And we've got the crew assembled for the premiere episode of Deer Shooter and at least for this one we're just going to go kind of round table and introduce ourselves and tell you guys what this podcast is going to be all about. I am Jason Crotto, lead instructor and owner of WyoTac, better known as Wyoming Tactical. Uh, We do firearms training specific to self-defense but we do everything from concealed carry all the way through precision rifle training. To my right is Jason Wilson, CEO and and owner of Lucid Optics. We take care of weapons-mounted optics, uh, sighting solutions. Uh, We have some observation optics as well. Um, Been around since 2009, so we're not completely a rookie, but we're still learning. And to my left would be the lovely Brandy Crotto, and she is going to bring the Spitfire to our discussion. That's what I do, benevolent dictator. That's right. (laughs) That is your business card title. So Deer Shooter, we we decided to start this podcast uh, mainly to kind of debunk some myths and poke some fun at the industry. We we tend to find ourselves in some really funny situations and nobody ever seems to get called out on it because it's not PC or whatever. But I think it's time to start calling out the industry for the things that they do or just flat dumb. Well, and if you can't laugh at yourself a little bit, you should probably find happiness someplace else and i'm not here to tear anybody down i will give kudos to the folks that earn it too so uh, nobody's going to be immune um even us we're going to poke fun at ourselves no i laugh at you every day i know i know (laughs) i'm not always that funny yeah you are even when he's trying not to be fair enough but beyond that yeah i mean we're going to poke fun at the industry but we're also going to touch on some pretty serious topics. We, uh, we're big believers in training and education, uh, as well as pointing people to the right gear. Uh, and that's really where Lucid Optics comes in. One of your philosophies is getting people good quality gear at a price that actually is affordable. It's really important, though, because get good at your craft. And I've said this over and over. You'll probably hear it 100 times. And... Get into the gear that makes sense. I'm pretty sure that's in the intro. It's got to make sense in your budget. It's got to make sense for you and your family. But get good at your craft with decent gear. And if you want to upgrade later, great, do it. But until then, there's no reason to spend that kind of level of money on just gear by itself. Take the budget that you might have used for that high-end optic or high-end rifle for that matter and invested in ammunition and training 
mm-hmm. you're going to be better off in the long run for it. Right, right. And somebody who's had a lot of that training, Brandy humbles us quite often on the range. Do I know? Well, when? every day. <laughs> it's not that hard. Hold it in the same place every time. Oh Why God. didn't I think about yeah. it? Yeah, geez. Simple concept, <laughs> but we let our egos get in the way and we're excited and it's a lot of fun and we overthink it and all of those things happen except Brandy has this unique capability to just check out and focus on the task at hand. But but you, you just nailed on it. It is a simple concept, but it's amazing how many times we see on the range people, like you say, they overthink it, they put their ego forward, and then they can't perform. Worse yet, when they're trying to be with folks that are watching, it gets worse. Stage fright is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And whether you believe in it or not, watch people at the range when they're by themselves, and then watch them at the range when they've got a group of folks watching. Right. It's a completely different thing, and it's the same individual. Right. And that's, and that's something that I would like to attack, uh, especially in this medium. I'd like to remove that in, as much as possible, that intimidation factor of people who have thought about going to a class, but they're, they're nervous about it, intimidated about it, because they're, they're afraid of their shooting ability in front of other people. And I think the way to do that, and, and the first thing that I would say is, you know what, it doesn't matter what the guy to the right of you or the guy to the left of you is shooting like, all that matters is are you better at the end of that class than when you walked in? I've never seen a class where somebody was worse for the effort. Mm-mm. Not once. No. But you, you, you don't get better unless you go and do. You, you either are a guy that's going to go out and do or you're a gun collector. Right, right. And, and statistics bear that out. Uh, I have seen statistics as high as 87 to 90 percent of firearms purchased never get a box of ammunition put through them in their lifetime. Sacrilege. Mm -hmm. You have a few of those. I do not. (laughs) Maybe one or two. Well, it's just because it's been 58 below zero. It's a little too cold. Cry, baby. Yes, I am. Where you fight. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The Arctic. Okay. (laughs) They, They say Santa Claus moved to the North Pole for the warmer weather. It's funny, if you take a look at Riverton, Wyoming's weather, and then you go to the Arctic Circle and say Fairbanks, um, they giggle at our weather. Mm-hmm. They, they feel sorry for us. I don't know if they go that far, but they definitely giggle at our weather. I, I do remember when, when we had that really bad cold snap, uh, I think it was like Bill Nye, the science guy, gets on the, the, the Wyoming official page, and he was like, you know, he posted the, it was like 37 below or something. And he goes, hey, Wyoming, you guys okay? And and the Wyoming uh, Tourism Bureau actually answered him. And they were like, absolutely not, Bill. <laughs> I was sitting on my deck grilling steak. How did you want yours? Well, this is Wyoming. It's what we do. We we live here because the air hurts our face and nobody else likes it. Right? It, it does send the Californians back home. It does. Except for our neighbor. He turned out to be pretty cool. Well, that's a funny story. If you don't mind digressing <laughs> a little bit, this guy moves in um, to the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, and nobody knows him. He bought a nice chunk of land out here by the lake and went into the local restaurant bar for lack of a better term for mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and one of the decorations is a california license plate with bullet holes in it 
<laughs> only the only state on the wall that had bullet holes in it. So he probably goes and gets new plates and hangs a three percent sign over the top of his fence at his house, and then people started talking to him. Everybody, everybody went and talked to him, and 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 actually we we hosted a little New Year's party at our house, and uh, him and his wife came over, and we actually got to spend some time with them and get to know them, and and very cool people. But I will. I will give the caveat that they were from Northern California, where people are still sane. Valid. I, I just don't understand why people don't vote with their tax base and leave that crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Probably there. because they can't afford to. They've been taxed to death. He got a good point there. But giving himself a raise by leaving, though. Oh, I'm sure he did. Absolutely. So we're we're getting ready to go to Shot Show. Um, we leave here in what two days? We drive away Sunday morning um, on the crazy early side. Yep. And people are gonna people are gonna hear this podcast. I believe it's Thursday of next week is when we're gonna debut this. So nice. this is gonna debut during shot. Um, we're gonna post this one, and then we will post the actual true first episode. Um, Out of curiosity, where are we posting this? Where can they find us? We're going to be on Podbeam. That's where our start's going to be. From there, we're going to expand out as our viewer, our listenership grows. Viewership. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get crazy at one point and simulcast this. Whoa. All right. All right. I've been told I have a face for radio. Definitely. <laughs> His wife chimes in. That's funny right there. <laughs> Eh, you know, it, it, it's a marriage based on sarcasm and hurt feelings. That's how you know I love you. I know. If you quit picking on me, I'd get worried. Yeah, it, it, the sarcasm comes out of Brandy's mouth. We all get a little worried. Matter of fact, you probably won't hear her a whole lot. She'll chime in with something witty and poke us all in the eye. But in a normal setting, when there's not a microphone in front of her, when Brandy gets quiet, that's when you worry. She's shaking her head no. Yeah. <laughs> they can't hear the no. I will, I will stab you. <laughs> well, you know, whip me, beat me, spank me, I'm yours. Won't be the first time. <laughs> right. So beyond poking fun at the industry, beyond training, beyond talking about gear, and hopefully helping people become better shooters, better consumers, more knowledgeable of the industry, the ins and outs, um... Are we going to divulge any trade secrets here? I don't. I mean, trade secrets, no. I mean, there's not even a whole lot of those left. Um, so, yeah, the quick answer is I don't think any trade secrets could be divulged. Um, we might talk about things that are being introduced, a little bit ahead of some marketing engines. Sure. Um, but that's only if we're privy to it, right? Right. Um and there's, there's a few of those things that, that are in the works right now. I know both for Lucid and WyoTac that are going to be coming out on this podcast probably in the next few weeks. So those are going to be interesting things. And those that listen to the podcast, I can tell you right now, the things that are coming for WyoTac are, um, as, as Bain lovingly refers to them as pod people, uh, you guys are going to be getting a pretty cool discount. Nice. Are we like excluded from that discount? You you kind of like work there, so no. Am I the only idiot that buys my own stuff? Yes. yes. 
<laughs> All right. Fair enough. Stop drinking your own Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I will. It turns my tongue blue. <laughs> it's the strychnine. <laughs> That's where that tick came from. Yes. So, SHOT Show. SHOT Show. One of the things that I intend to do, uh, discussion that you and I were just having, uh, we're going to interview a lot of folks while we're there probably going to be 10 15 minute segments with with a lot of people that we know and a lot of people that our listeners are going to know um one of one of the cool things uh we are all very privileged to get to know and meet a lot of really interesting kind of high profile people in this business well we, we've been around the industry for more than a minute um it's not that big of an industry uh, it's fairly intimate it has its clicks but for the at the end of the day we all kind of pull together and work together we've got some stuff coming down that's going to affect all gun ownership yes and i would be absolutely shocked if we weren't for the most part all on the same page when it comes to that stuff yes well and we, and, and we have to be it, we we are literally as far as the gun industry is concerned the firearms industry and this is this includes the hunters the sports shooters the shotgun guys it this includes everybody uh the ATF is is kind of made us the enemy, and and we're we're at a a a linch point here, a linchpin here, where we all stand together, or we're all going to hang separately. It's interesting you use the word lynch, because that's exactly what needs to happen. <laughs> um, the powers that be need to reread the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. Absolutely. Uh, my, my, I myself is, I'm, I'm a student of it, and read the Federalist Papers after you've read the other two mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. the stage in which it was set within. Um, learn a little bit about the vernacular and the wording of the time. They have a vocabulary that we have forgotten. Yes. And words were an art form. Writing letters and being literate was uh, a bragging point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take it for granted these days, and we use a lot of slang, and we've lost some of the magic in the English language. When you read some of the older documents, some of the more important documents that were born out of blood, sweat, and tears, and I don't use that term lightly. No. Um, understanding the meaning of what they were trying to get to say out loud in the time frame they were trying to say it. We had just gone through something that was very bloody, emotional, and revolutionary from a world stage yes. concept yes um and our form of government has stood the tests you're seeing more and more aggressive natures on laws and regulations that are nothing born out of control right they don't have any basis in constitutionality we saw that the other day with the bump stock ban being recognized as unconstitutional mm-hmm. so while they're going to run around with their hair on fire and waving their arms and saying you can't do this um, there's no real good basis or reason or statisticals that substantiate their claims as to public safety. Right. Well, and, and, and you touch a little bit on the way those documents were written. And, and I think one of the things that's lost is the fact that the words put into those documents, when you talk about the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, Every one of those words was chosen very, very carefully because of the meaning and the weight that it carried. They were organized and structured one after another to imply meanings that were 
deep outside the statement. Mm -hmm. um, just Second Amendment real quick. And let's talk back to some training ideological. The word regulated right? yes. does not mean regulation, does no. not mean oversight. No. Regulated means well-trained and well-equipped. Yes. So any kind of notion that they were talking about our hunting rifle right. is absurd. Well, and if you, if you look at the time, you know, who was the militia? It was us. The people. Yes. The citizens. And, and that was one of the things, if you, if you read into the Federalist Papers, one of the things that they were very, very against was a standing army. Because of the potential abuse of power. Right. Human nature is not one of our shining qualities. No. No. Nothing to add? No. <laughs> it's a political conversation, and... Brandy abstains from those almost as bad as hard as she possibly can. She has an opinion, and she's not wrong. Um, just doesn't feel the need to share it with the rest of us. Probably because she knows I left the butt cream in the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sting. <laughs> it always does. And that's why we have her here. Colorful commentary. And, it's, and it always comes at the most appropriate times. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Appropriate. It usually derails the conversation or shortens it real quick. True. That doesn't mean it's inappropriate. No, that's fair. Well, I think that gives our, our listeners a, a pretty good idea on who they're listening to and, and what they can expect from this little group. And I'm being told I'm being boring apparently yeah these topics they mean things and they are kind of stuffy they are kind of tired we've been talking about them forever it doesn't seem to ever change as soon as we think we've got people to understand they come up with something new that's absurd uh, they're going to be topics of conversation i don't find them boring but i run the risk of being an academic right that's my problem too i was a history buff still am so I always look at these things through the lens of history. But I, I think when we get to SHOT Show and we have some of these folks that we do know in the industry that are willing to give us a few moments of their time, mm -hmm. um, we ought to have them weigh in where they're at. I agree. Uh, it's a biased industry. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of self-serving. Again, don't get me wrong. But that doesn't make it wrong for the non-gun guy because all of these are there for a reason. He enjoys the same freedom as we do. Right, right. And I think it's important because, like we said, part of this podcast is we're, we're going to push the education piece. And, and the education is not just skill set, but it's also uh, intellectual. Well, it needs to be. We need to stop reacting out of emotion. This whole woke culture is nothing but reacting out of emotion. Yep. And if we put some logic to it and start thinking again, society will be better off. Yes. And that's what we aim to do here. So with that, I'm going to say that we're history for this one, and we look forward to seeing you in the next Deer Shooter. <laughs>